Welcome to the Engage for More podcast. We are so excited that you are here with us today. Hey, we exist to encourage you to engage and experience the more that Jesus came to offer you. You know, this um, week is just uh, the beginning of spring. We're just getting ready to just kind of a change over from the winter and uh, moving into the spring. And so Engage for More is taking a spring break. So we are just uh, taking a couple weeks off just to refresh and renew before we come back and offer you some new episodes. But the last one that we did, um, there was a three-part series on Can I Trust God? And so I hope you'll go back and listen to that three-part series um, where we just, each one of us, talked about Uh, some struggles that we had been experiencing and some things that we had been going through. So uh, my name is Pam Pegram. And so I'm going to just tell you a couple of things before we start a kind of an oldie but a goodie episode that we thought it was just a really good time to revisit. But on the three-part series about Can I Trust God, um, week one, you, you'll you get to hear from Kim and just some of the things that she has been through. And when she just felt like she hit rock bottom and God said, do you really trust me? Be sure you go back and listen to that. Um, then the next episode was Gwen sharing a hard season she had been walking through when it wasn't really a devastating thing that was going on in her life, but it was just all the things, you know, have you been there where it's just all the things that are happening in your life all at one time? And then on the third episode of Can I Trust God? So these were episodes 76, 77, and then last week was episode 78, where I share that just out of the blue, (laughs) just through a series of crazy events, um, I was sent to have a CAT scan done, and they found a spot of concern. And so right now, as I'm recording this, I just came from the oncologist office directly here where um, I met with him about this spot and and what it is. So we, we really don't know yet what it is. Um, the next step is to have a biopsy. And just because of where it is, it's a little bit tricky to get that done. And so, um, you know, this is a time when... My emotions could kind of step up and, and, you know, shift over and kind of start trying to um, manage me, right? But instead, it's a time when I really want to manage my emotions and to remember that I believe in God and I trust God and that I believe he is who he says he is and he will do all that he says he would do. So yesterday, Kim and Gwen and I chatted and just thought now was a really good time for us to go back and listen to an episode that we did. Um, It was episode what episode was it, y'all? I think it was. I'm looking right now. Hang on. Stay with me. Um, episode 21, where we talk about how to be emotionally strong. So we're just going to revisit that right now. And so we hope that as you listen to it, you'll just get some really good tips. I needed to hear it again. You know, how to be emotionally strong, how to um, focus on the truth 
and not let our feelings lead us astray, especially when you're blindsided by something or when there's something going on in your life that just feels um, like you don't really have the answers yet. Um, How do you just stand firm and be emotionally strong during that season? We hope you'll enjoy this and we hope that you have some great takeaways that you can apply as you walk forward um, knowing that you can trust God and that he is in control of it all. So I'm Pam Pegram and I'm hanging out with my friends. Gwen Neal and Kim Ball. Yay. And so let's just dig into little changes. We're going to talk about some little changes that we have made um, and even some little changes that maybe you can make. You know, so we're just going to talk about little things. Mm-hmm. that will yield really big results. Yeah. So when I was preparing for this, I just said, Lord, give me um, what you want for me and what can be shared and be a blessing to others. Mm-hmm. And so the first thing he said was ant appeal. Consider the ant. In Proverbs 6 and 6, it says, go to the ant, thou sluggard, consider its ways and so that's what I did and do you know what I found from that in in looking at the ant the ants are diligent and they're hardworking. oh yeah they have a can-do attitude Mm -hmm. I have never seen one just stop in the trail in the midst of carrying and and lay on its back (laughs) it's too heavy they carry food like seven times their size and then you know what else about this ant or the ants in general they have excellent excellent strategic planning precise and they have great organizational skills yeah and then the fourth one teamwork and unity and so taking just that um, that observation of looking at what the ants do, I think we can incorporate some of those um, techniques in our daily lives to see big changes because they gather one grain at a time and they're going back and forth and back and forth. And before you know it, when you're walking in your subdivision, what do you see these mounds of anthills yeah. that have taken time? They've taken days and time hours to build but they were consistent Mm -hmm. and so if we want to see huge change great depth in our faith walk we got to be consistent we got to work together as a team we have to have a can-do attitude we got to be diligent and hard working and not give up at the first roadblock yeah when someone steps in the path of the ant what do they do they go around Mm -hmm. they don't give up or they go over us. Right. I'm just going to start incorporating some of these small steps that I see the ant doing. Right. Into my life. And with the anticipation of seeing huge results, reaping a harvest that the Lord has to tell me, Gwen, pray for the workers the Lord of the harvest has made you plentiful. And that's what we want for you, our listeners. We want you to be blessed in your walk of faith with God. We want you to reach all those goals that you set out for 2022, but realizing you can't just reach them overnight. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, if you like elephants. (laughs) So good. I love that. Yeah. I love that too. That's that's a great analogy. Yes. It really is. My it mind's really, just spinning all of a sudden. I right? know. I love that, Gwen. Well, for me, I, I can tell you that 
one of the the changes I made, and it's been years ago, but um, really changed my life in such a profound way that I had no idea how it would truly change my life. Um, Our pastor preached one Sunday on creating margin Mm. in your life, and he talked about you know, margin, think about a piece of notebook paper in the margin of the paper is the blank space mm-hmm. and that we have to have blank space in our life. Right. And at the time that he shared that, I was a self-proclaimed workaholic. I was proud mm-hmm. of how hard I worked. I worked all the time. And I can even remember, you know, uh, Tom and I, when we married, you know, we're been married before and so when we married I was already you know had children had my career had the whole bit going and so we would be he'd be like hey babe let's watch a movie and I can remember I would be I would get up three or four times to go check my email because then it wasn't on my phone Mm -hmm. you know it was just I I worked all the time and um, I even would tell my team I was available nine to nine Uh you know 12 hours a day and so um, so when he when the when my pastor was preaching about create margin God just heard him. You know, yeah. I heard him. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like, you ever have those times when you're sitting in church and you're like, okay, <laughs> let's just let everybody else go out of the room. If you have something to tell me, just come talk to me directly. <laughs> like, I felt like the spotlight was shining right. on me, yeah. right? And and so I knew that I had to create some margin in my life. And so I got intentional about that. Mm-hmm. And I actually started scheduling blank space yeah. on my calendar times when I don't That's work good. here I don't work there yeah and I actually created that because what what he really what got through to me that day was that and in that sermon was that when we are so busy mm-hmm. right then everything's just static mm-hmm. yeah. we just it, and you cannot hear from God right. so when you find yourself in those times when you're like God where'd you go mm-hmm. where'd you go like I'm praying I don't hear anything from you well because we're not being still Yes. And then the Bible even tells us, be still mm-hmm. and know. And, and you know, you have to shut down sometimes. You have to create some margin where you're not filling every second with the television, mm-hmm. secular music, like all of these things mm-hmm. that we do constantly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but be still and create that margin. And so in that blank space, I started spending more time with the Lord mm-hmm. and more time in the world, in the word. And I can just tell you, it radically (laughs) changed my life. It changed me from the Mm -hmm. inside out. I know that we read, um, get into, you know, we hear people say, oh, get into the word. It'll get into you. Well, it did. It did. Before that, like I really couldn't remember scripture. I really couldn't, you know, I mean, I knew a few, but now Mm -hmm. like it's just crazy how sometimes when I'm sharing with somebody, like the scriptures just start flowing out of my mouth. Like like everything changed. Yes. Who I am, I mean, understanding who God is changed, understanding what it meant to have intimacy with him changed my desire to live for him instead of living for me mm-hmm. changed. Mm-hmm. I mean, that one thing of creating that space. Yeah. So that not only could I and when I say get into the word, what I really mean is spend time with him. Yeah, right. I, I don't mean just go read the word. No, yeah. mark it off your to do list and run out the door. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, actually spend time yeah, with the Lord. I think that's I for me. That. That's that's one of the things that a small step that I took last year is, like you said, starting to meditate on the Word, like and actually let it, um, let it come and and filter out. You know the 
uh, in you, you know, mm-hmm. like the meditation right. is, is definitely the key than just, than just um, reading the word, but starting to be doers of the word, right. you know, and yes. that apl- application. Mm-hmm. That was one thing that a small little thing that it was actually turned out to be a big thing, but a small thing that God just whispered is application. Are you, you're reading, mm-hmm. but how are you applying Right. these things Good. that I'm yeah. telling you to my life. Yes. It's a small thing, but it ended up being a huge thing, not just being readers of the word, but doers of the word. Right. Another thing that, that last year really hit me is a small thing that I did is stop, stopping to believing the lies mm. oh, Satan yes. was telling me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a small thing um, that turned to be a, a huge thing mm-hmm. is I asked God for discernment on what was truth and what was a lie? You know, for example, you know, um, just believing that God didn't love me enough that he was going to have the best for me. Mm-hmm. So I worried right. a lot of of my, unfortunately, and just being honest and transparent is worry overcame me mm-hmm. in 2021. Yeah. And it was because he started out the beginning of the year asking me, do you trust me? And I was believing the lies mm-hmm. Satan was that was Satan was feel, filling mm-hmm. my head with. Oh, he does not have the, your best in, in mind. You need to worry because you're uncertain about where things are gonna go right. in, in your life. Mm. Y'all stopping to believe in the lies, that's a small step that you can take mm-hmm. for big faith. Yeah. For that's big good. faith, yes. stopping to believe the lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First Peter 5, 7 just rebukes that and says, he cares for you. Yes. He cares for you. Does he not clothe the lilies, That's you right. know, right? Yeah. How much more does he love you? You know, stop those lies. Mm-hmm. And you can only do that when you know the truth. Yes. You know, and you know that scripture welling up in you, mm-hmm. you know, and you can rebuke it with, yeah. with the truth. So. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I'm so ready for the change, um, the transformation for Um, the complete package, you know, having all that God has set aside for me. It's it's just right there, not just for me, but for you, our listeners. He he has this pile of blessings just waiting on you. And, and, And he's not asking you to hurry up and get to it. He's not asking you to do grand things. He just wants us to submit step by step in the small things, Um, recognizing his authority, his power, his leadership, his willingness to help us. And and do you know when we take these baby steps of obedience, baby steps of um, submission in our faith walk, it equates to major changes, mm-hmm. you know, that he acts on our behalf so that we can see and measure progress. Yes. Right? It doesn't stop. I don't want us to set ourselves up for failure thinking, oh, my God, I've got to do this huge thing God wants me to do. Right. No, he's going to he's going to take you step by step. Yes. Yeah. You know, in the Bible, it says, my my word is a light into your path. And, you know, that's something that another thing that that God really showed me. And I learned that's a little thing that we can learn. It's like to really think about that and, and visualize that in your head. Like mm-hmm. when you're walking in the woods and you have a lantern in your hand, it illuminates one 
step. That's right. And so for me, you know, being in business and things like that, I always wonder, what's your five-year plan? Mm-hmm. You know, right. and so then you said, I, I mean, you have plan. the goals <laughs> and then you break down the tasks that help you get to your goals, right. and, you know, and you break it all the way down um, as you're planning that. But that's not how faith works. See, no. if, if God gave us a five-year plan, which I've asked for many times, mm-hmm. but <laughs> if he gave that to me, then we it would require no faith. That's yeah. right. None. Yeah. And so... Yeah. What he does is he reveals one step. And I want to question it and go, now, why am I taking this step? Now, where is this going to lead, Lord? But all God says in in those instances is just trust me. Mm -hmm. Trust Trust me. So one thing, and that leads me to another thing that I think has had a significant amount of results in my life is learning just to pray a one-word prayer. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, again, I heard a sermon. I don't even know the pastor who preached it. I heard it. I listened to it um, on tape or on video. And and he talked about just pray a one-word prayer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever you want me to do, Lord. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wherever yeah. you want me to go, Lord. Yes. Yeah. Whatever you want me to give up. Yes. Right. Whatever you want me to take on. Yes. I mean, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if we just all prayed a one word prayer? Love that. Just full surrender. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Want me to start a podcast? Yes. Right. Want me to tell about my flaws? Yes. <laughs> yes. To yes. the world. Do I have yes. to? I mean, yes. Talk yes. about my struggles. Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, just whatever it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. And do you see when we start surrendering with the yes to his every command that he's able to trust us more? Yes. With um, the bigger things, those things that we really desired, but we put on the back burner because we wanted to just completely surrender to him. And then he brings them back. Mm-hmm. It's full circle. Why? Because now he can trust you with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I think I think we don't think about that, Gwen. I think that we talk about, oh, I can trust God. And we talk about who God is in the relationship, right? But we don't give much thought to who are we right, in the relationship. So we know that we can trust God, but can God trust us? Right. Are we trustworthy? Yeah. yeah. And so here we are asking for all these things, but he can't trust us mm-hmm. because yeah. we haven't been faithful in the little things. That's right. And so he cannot trust us in the big thing. You yeah. know, and so it's a it's a two way thing. He's always with us. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. But but we there's you know, it's like a, a normal relationship, like with your girlfriend, mm-hmm. you know, you you recognize how much or how little your relationship is growing. And mm-hmm. the same is true with our relationship with the Lord. Like yeah. we we have accountability in that's that, right you and know? we talk about trust romans ten sixteen says before you trust you have to listen yeah yeah before you trust and we talk about that meditation and that's that's one more reason that quality time with jesus we have to go to jesus we have to listen right you know when we go when we want to know an answer about what's going on with our health we go to a doctor Mm-hmm. We want to know what we need to eat. We go to a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to know how we need to work out. We go to a trainer. We need to know how to live life. We just need to spend quality time with God. Yes. Him. That's right. You know, so we need to spend time with him so we can trust him. Live out that Romans ten sixteen. you know, mm-hmm. yes. or you trust, you have to listen. So that's just a small step. It listen. Is. Yes. <laughs> Listen, Listen. Uh-huh. but some of us are so, and, and me too, because I'm raising my hand. Yeah, I want to do the next thing. I'm on my to do list. I've right. got to cross it off. I've got to do this, do this. 
no, stop and listen. Yeah. Listen to what God has to say. It may not be an audible voice. I'm not saying right, that. Right. But mm-hmm. he is going to prick your 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 heart, your spirit with, hey, mm-hmm. this is the way I want you to go. Right. You know, I think that you saying that brings to my mind just the word busy. Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking about get on to the next thing on yeah. your to-do mm-hmm. list. I think that I think that that's one that that's a small change we can all make. Mm-hmm. It's to stop being so busy. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I think that we have decided being busy is like this badge of honor. Girl, I'm so busy. I hear people say that all the time, and I'm like, you are not busy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but I think we feel like we have to say it mm-hmm. because it makes us feel like. We have worth and we have value because we're busy. We have so much going on in our life, right? Yeah. But but that's it's not good to yeah. be busy because, you know, Satan doesn't have to make us be bad. Mm-hmm. He just has to keep us busy. Busy. That's right. Keep us busy and distracted mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. pursuing Jesus with all of our heart, all of our soul, and all of our mind. Yeah. You know, from putting him first and foremost in our life. He just has to look over here, look over here, look over there, look over here, yeah. look over here. It's distractions it from is. Satan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it you is. know what? And he I'm glad you brought that up. That that's been my um that's been my life for mm-hmm. two weeks. Um distractions. Yes. And not accomplishing anything. And what um I feel God has been trying to get me to listen and hear Mm -hmm. him is saying, I'm going to give you this one thing. The lamp is shining on the one thing. Do that one thing. And when it's time to get to those other things, he has already gone before me and either minimalized them or he's dissipated them. They're no longer there. Mm -hmm. And I see this every time when I do the one thing he tells me to do. Right. It leads to success. And I don't understand what is wrong with you, Gwen, that you can't do that every day. Yeah. Do that one thing that he's I shown think sometimes you. Sometimes we're so ingrained to to do in the big picture we're like we've been talking about. To the world. Right. Yeah. Yes. And that just doing the sometimes that little small thing is just take what the next step. Right. Take the next step. But it's not just taking the next step. It's taking the next step and keeping our eyes on Jesus. That's right. Focus. Not taking the step in our own strength, mm-hmm. not in our own motives or our own you know, plans, mm-hmm. but keep your eyes on Jesus. In Romans, I mean, sorry, Hebrews 12.1 in the message version, it says, strip down, start running, never quit. Mm-hmm. No extra spiritual fat, no parasitic sins. Keep your eyes on Jesus who began and finished the race. Yes. Study how he did it. Yes. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Take the next step. Keep your eyes on Jesus. See how he did it. Well, I I feel like like this just totally, you know, kind of falls into that. This is a secular term we hear all the time. And, um, but I've just learned to do this. And again, it's, it's making a really big difference in my life. And that is set boundaries. Mm Mm-hmm. Set boundaries. I read the book years ago, you know, Boundaries by mm-hmm. Henry Cloud and um, said a few, but didn't really get it and didn't really understand it. And just now in my life, God is really teaching me and showing me how to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. And and by not setting boundaries, how you can just be led astray and just yeah. be, you know what I mean? And All so over the place. one boundary that, that really I needed to set and God has shown me how to set is people pleasing. And mm-hmm. so I would jump through hoops to please people and then resent 
how much I did. Mm-hmm. I resent them because I did all these things to right. please you, and you're still not pleased. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so, and but that's on me. Uh-huh. And so, God has taught me how to set a boundary there and go. That is not my goal. My goal right. is not to please man. My goal is to please God. And so, how do I set that boundary where I'm not? seeking the approval of man, mm-hmm. you know? And so that means that now I'm able to say no to some things yeah, yeah. and to say, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm just not gonna be able to do that, you right. know? And, and if they're not pleased with me, that that is okay because God, right, he's a place or I've got his approval. I right. don't have to seek the approval of man. And so, and also in, in other things that, you know, in relationships or in finances or whatever, it's it's just to be able to set some healthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. These are some things that I am not going to do. I'm not going to cross this boundary mm-hmm. that I've set, and uh, and letting God guide you in how to set those those boundaries. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's okay if not everybody is applauding us all the time or if everybody's not in agreement with us. Mm-hmm. You know, and typically the people who are going to disagree with us are the people who are not seeking to surrender every area of their life to Christ. Mm-hmm. So they're going to find, they're going to disagree with some of the the boundaries that we set and we, we have to be okay with that, you know? Right. Like a boundary of I'm not going to gossip. Mm-hmm. I'm not talk smack about people. Yes. You know, I'm not I'm not going to act like I'm better than everybody else. Right. You know, I'm not going to act like. And so so I can't do that anymore because God's shown me that that is wrong. Right. So I have to set that boundary. Yeah. So when my friend starts that, I also know it's not my place to judge her. Right. Mm-hmm. So when right. my friend starts that, I just can't partake of it. So what can I do? I can say, oh, OK, and change the subject mm-hmm. or I can, you know, act like I didn't even hear her sometimes yeah. and right. just start a new topic and. You know, you just you just have to figure out or even immediately in my head start saying, Lord, help me handle this. Right. Help yes. me handle this. Mm-hmm. And there have been times when I've had to say, hey, I'm really not comfortable talking about that. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, let's pray for her. Right. Hey, join me. Let's pray for her. Yeah. And a lot of times that'll stop. Yeah, shut them right Stop up. it. But, you know, setting boundaries in your life and really pray about those mm-hmm. and ask God to show you. And those that can yield some big results because mm-hmm. it's probably the fact that you have not set the boundaries is causing you a lot of a lot of um, grief yes. or a lot of just struggle in your own life. Right. Yeah. Right. And um, there's this quote by um, Rochelle Goodrich and it says, small steps may appear unimpressive, but don't be deceived. They are the means by which perspectives are subtly altered. Mountains are gradually scaled and lives are drastically changed those small steps that we take in Mm -hmm. order to build our faith um change our body develop new habits it doesn't seem like you're making an impact doesn't seem like you're getting anywhere but when you do them consistently led by god you're going to see that i'm further up the mountain than i thought i was yes i've completed more in less time expending less energy because I did a little bit at a time. I didn't get overwhelmed trying to look at the big picture and conquer everything in 24 hours. Right. And it's really not about the big things that we do. It's about the little steps that we take day by day 
by day. It's That's a right. little plus a 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 little leads us to something really big, right? Yes. 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 And that's how the shepherd leads his sheep. He takes on the pace of the slowest sheep or the sheep that's that's carrying mm-hmm. a baby. And um, he doesn't run off ahead and leave them. No, he takes them a little at a time. He knows where the green pastures are. He knows where the still calm waters are for them to refresh themselves. And he adjusts his pace accordingly. He knows that there is a great dip around this particular mountain that they're climbing up. So he's going to take his time with them. He's not going to lead them by night. He's going to lead them by day so that they can see him. And that's how Jesus leads us on our walk of faith, on our job in getting the promotion to the next level, Mm -hmm. on our quest to leaving um, to to losing the next 25 pounds. He doesn't take us too fast, a step at a time. He's just like Mm -hmm. the good shepherd. Yes. Yeah. And that keeps us from feeling like. We're behind that keeps us from looking at the sheep over to my left and right, not comparing myself to anyone else in the path that they're going on and how fast they're getting everything accomplished. I'm following Jesus. Yes. You know, many years ago, uh, we did something in our women's ministry uh, with mustard seeds. And it says, if you have faith of a mustard seed, you can tell the mountain to, to move, you know, the, and you start out with, you know, a well, mustard seed is a millimeter, of, not even, you mm-hmm. know, just that, that small mustard seed. It, if you even have faith like that, the little small steps, I just think. So I put some mustard seeds in, in a bag for each of the women, mm-hmm. and I still have those mustard seeds. <gasps> I still have yeah. those mustard seeds. And when I think about my faith, even as small as that, the little steps. And I just think about those mustard seeds inside the bag. They're just little steps to a bigger faith. Just little small steps to a bigger faith. All those small steps that we've listed today, I hope have been just a great um, tool for you to just write down and maybe incorporate in your life these small steps that we've done to make a bigger size faith. You know? Yes. So I, you know, that's definitely... Definitely, we hope that you have found these steps useful. Yes, because we really want you to think through, you know, what is it that God has for you? Right. What is God inviting you into? Mm -hmm. And if no one's ever told you this before, can we just tell you now, God, Jesus has more for you. He does. He's saying, come, Mm -hmm. right? come. I mean, we're on a path. We're on a journey. If we have accepted Jesus as our Savior, then we are on this path of growth, which is, y'all, it is change. Mm -hmm. It is transformation. Mm -hmm. It is becoming less like me and more like him. A little bit at a time. At a time. That's right. That's little right. by little by little by little. Yeah. And so just get on that path. That's yeah. right. Start going, you know, cry out to him, hold yeah. his hand, walk with him, talk with him, let him lead you. That's right. You know, in the way that he has for you to go. And y'all, it is beautiful and precious. And nothing is better. Than mm-hmm. that, can right. I just tell you, 
nothing is better than that. And so this year, we really are just praying yeah. mm-hmm. that God will renew you in your mind, mm-hmm. in your body, and in your spirit. Really, yeah. it, you know, where you just look back at the beginning of this year, once we get to the end, you just look back and like, you don't even recognize right. who you were, not because of what you did, but because mm-hmm. of what God has done right. inside of you. Yeah, And that's our prayer, because y'all know what? There's a whole lot of people around us who need to hear about Jesus. And God wants to use you in your life to tell others about him. Like he has a plan for that. Mm -hmm. Like you are the way that they are going to start wondering what is different about her. Mm -hmm. What is going on? And when you give God, God all the glory, it opens up an opportunity for you to share Jesus with them. And so that's the most important thing. Yeah. That's more important than how busy we are, than everything else that we have going on in our life. Then, you know, all that matters is what we do to bring honor and glory to the Lord. That's right. And then how God uses that yeah. in, in our relationship. Like, I love to just tell people nothing matters more than your relationship with Jesus, right? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And if you would like to walk alongside a community of believers who are doing the exact same thing, just uh, working on their relationship with Jesus, taking those next small steps, we would love to invite you to go to engageformore.com and visit our inner circle. Find out more about what's going on. Our inner circle is our subscription-based program in which we come alongside and walk together hand in hand one step closer to Jesus. And in that, we do additional teachings. We have additional resources. We have weekly Zoom meetings in which we walk alongside each other and point each other to Jesus. So maybe that's your next little step to big faith is is joining a community of women who are doing the exact same thing. So hop on over for engageformore.com. We thank you for listening today. We'd love for you to share this podcast with a friend and leave us a review. Let us know what you're thinking. And we look forward to you joining us again for our next podcast.